Hey guys, I just want to take a moment to thank today's sponsor. Sponsor for today's episode is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. That's where this podcast was made, and maybe that'll be where your podcast will be made. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. If you're serious about training your dog, which you should be, then you need to watch this entire episode. If you're not serious about training your dog, your dog is definitely serious about training you. What do I mean by that? When we are training our dogs, when we're actually teaching them what we want them to do, we are in complete control. You understand how to transform your dog's behavior. You understand how to manage situations and put them in the opportunity for success. When you don't do that, when you are not serious about training your dog, they still have certain things in their life. They are still trying to get behavior. They're still trying to get rewards. So if you're not serious about taking 100% control of the situation, they will be serious about taking advantage of every opportunity they can in order to get rewarded. If you don't know who I am, my name is Michael Aceta. I'm the founder of Matador Canine Brilliance. I'm the host of the Acknowledge Dogs podcast and author of the Dog Training Cheat Codes. Now, I bring up the Dog Training Cheat Codes because we're actually going over what's discussed in the first chapter. We're going to dive in it a little bit differently. We're going to come at a different angle. But the first chapter in the Dog Training Cheat Codes is about taking notes. If you're serious about training your dog, you should have some type of note system in place. We're going to go over today what makes a good note system and how you can implement it. But if you want to get the first chapter for free of the dog training cheat codes, click the link in the description, training.matadorcanine.com slash DTCC1, and get the first chapter of the dog training cheat codes absolutely free. Take advantage of that. So there's three components. There's three aspects we need to uncover to have a really good note system when it comes to training your dog. Number one, it needs to be easy and efficient. If your training notes are not easy and efficient, you're not going to do them, and it's going to create more stress for you than it's worth. And in many cases, if you're uncertain of what you should be doing, your notes aren't going to be effective, and you're not going to actually do them. I'll put it to you this way. How many times in your life have you said, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose 100 pounds. Maybe that's a bit much. I'm going to learn. I'm going to lose 20 pounds, right? Or I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to become a vegan, whatever it is. You say you're going to do it. You make the commitment, but you didn't actually make 100% of the commitment. Why is that? Because you haven't put a system in place that makes it easy and efficient for you to reach your ultimate goal. That's why coaching is so important. That's why gym memberships don't really work. Gym, member yeah. gym memberships are great if you're going to actually go to the gym if you know what you're doing, if you have a training plan. But when people say, oh, you don't need a gym, like a training plan, you don't, you don't need a gym membership to get started. Most people aren't going to get started. And it's not because they lack the knowledge, although in many cases that's true. It's just, it's too difficult to go from what you're doing in your daily life, switch gears, and now implement this new habit, this new practice. Same thing goes for note-taking, right? You train your dog, and maybe you've been training your dog for a couple months, maybe you haven't. Either way, you're now at the point where you're getting serious about it. Maybe you want to compete. Maybe you're just sick and tired of having these problem behaviors and you want to get through them. Whatever it may be, you're finally getting serious about it. You know what? I'm going to take notes. I'm going to write down every single training session that I have 
and I'm going to use that to propel my progress so much faster than if I was just winging it, right? Once you start implementing these notes, you know where you've been and you know where you're going. It makes it so much easier. Without those notes, without the easy and efficient notes rather, you're not going to practice it. You're not going to implement this new habit. You went and you trained your dog. Now you got to sit down and take these notes. What you were doing is train my dog. Now I go to do something else. What if you go to do something else and you forgot, oh man, I'm supposed to take my notes, but it's been three hours. I don't even remember what we worked on. That's the point of taking notes in the first place. But now you got to struggle to write something. And if you're just going to use a notebook, that's fine. At least have a system in place. Okay. Now a notebook, and this is what I'm talking about. Uh, this is actually, this is number two. We're jumping into number two here. It's got to be organized. It's got to be organized. Now, if you have just a regular notebook, pretend, pretend the dog training cheat books, the dog training cheat books, the dog training cheat codes is just a random notebook, right? I could open up to any page. Let's say this blank page here between chapters and I could write everything on this page. That's not going to do me any good because if I'm writing everything that I can possibly can, I don't know where my training goal was. How was I feeling during that session? How was, you know, what am I priming myself for next time? We're, we're all over the place. Now, if you got the dog training cheat codes planner, actually not the cheat codes, the dog training planner, which I'll leave a link in the description to get the template of this. You can steal the template. I don't mind. Now let's open up to the first page here. So this is all organized. It's systematic. It's simple. It's easy and efficient. That's, that's the whole goal of this. Now, I created this because I didn't find a training system, a notebook system that made this easy. Okay, and I talk about it in the dog training cheat codes of why this is so important. Now, I wanted something that was really, really simple. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see what I'm talking about. If you're listening to this on the Acknowledged Dogs podcast, click the link in the description and get the PDF downloads. So you know what I'm talking about. But we go over here, right? I got how I'm feeling. How am I feeling before the session? That's important. If I feel energized and excited, if I'm fully focused on my dog, then we're going to have a better session. If I'm not fully focused on my dog, we're not going to have a good session. That's just how it is. Then we have the date, time, location, and the time since the last session. Those are important for many things, but it's going to be dependent on you, right? For the date and time, well, did I train six hours ago? Did I train yesterday? Did I train two weeks ago? Did I go on vacation? I haven't worked with my dog. Or did I train six minutes ago? That's going to tell me if I looked at everything, it's going to tell me the entire scope of the training. Oh, we trained consistently every single day for 20 minutes. Now, the next section in here is the training session goal. That's important. That is important. If I don't have a goal for the training session, why am I training? Oh, well, I want to get my dog's energy out. Great. That's your training session goal. Well, I want to boost their uh, enthusiasm for playing fetch. Great. That's your goal. I want my dog to go run around a tree and come back. Great. That is your goal. You have to have some type of training goal in mind. Now, next here is a checklist. I put this in place because for me, I need lists. I need, again, something organized, efficient, easy. I can look down this list. Do I have a positive attitude? Do I have my first aid kit? Do I have my clicker or my marker signal, right? Do you have a clicker, a physical clicker, or some kind of marker signal? It could be a whistle. It could be the word yes, good boy, whatever it is. Do I have my rewards and reinforcement? You will not imagine how many of my clients say they go to the park and they forgot the treats. Now, they're not going to go home and get the treats and they try to struggle through the session. It never works out. Have the rewards with you. Have I conditioned the reinforcer? The clicker on the marker do you no good if your dog doesn't know what it means. Do I have my training plan? How important is it? I mentioned it twice on the same page. The training session goal 
and your training plan. Do I have ample space for training? Now, this does not mean you need a wide field. This just means, do I have enough space for whatever I'm teaching? If I'm going to teach a 100-foot recall, I can't do it in the confines of my room. I got to go out to a field. Do I have a backup plan and an exit strategy? Do I have the ability that if things go sideways, this is, this is me being emergency prepared, Michael, right? If things got sideways, do I have a way to get my dog easily and safely out of there? If a dog is off leash running at my dog and it's going to attack it, can I get my dog out of there safely? Are we close enough to the car? Are we near a Jeep where I can throw my, my dog into the trunk, right? Anywhere. Do I have a backup plan in place? Do I have any and all prerequisites for the behavior? If I'm teaching my dog to run around a tree, do they know how to leave me? Do they know how to recall? Those are important. Have I turned off or silenced my phone? This is huge. Okay, now I'm going over notes here. And if you're serious about training, and if you are, you should turn your phone off. You should silence it. You're not training your dog for that long. Five to 10 minutes maximum. Turn your phone off, silence it, or use it as the recorder. Film yourself, right? We're actually going to, that's a, another thing on the checklist, but turn your phone off. It should not be distracting you. You should not be stopping your training session to answer a phone call. Unless it is an emergency, turn your phone off, okay? Set up a video camera to record training. There you go. It's next on the list. Do you have some way of recording yourself so you could watch it later? Again, this is about people who are serious about training. Now, if you're one of my clients, I require you to take at least a couple of training videos and send them to me so I can see exactly what you're doing. I do a lot of virtual coaching. And a lot of my clients love it. Some clients are nervous and embarrassed by it, but that's the whole point. The goal is, can you look back and reflect on the training and start picking out what you did wrong? Oh, I was a little slow here. I could have rewarded there. I missed that opportunity. Now we prime ourselves for next time. Do I have my proper canine equipment? This means leashes, harnesses, collars, boots, and et cetera. Is it raining? Do they need a jacket? Are we going to be on rough terrain? Should they have boots on? Those are important. Proper personal equipment for yourself. Do you have boots on, sneakers, rain jacket, your own first aid kit? And then we have a space for other here. So you can check these off, or if they're not applicable in your training environment, then you would do that. The next on the list is how do you feel about the session? How do you feel the session went? This is subjective. Now, in the dog training cheat codes, I talk about how notes should be objective. Right? They should not be influenced by personal feelings or opinions. In this case, I'm asking for your subjective opinion. How do you think the session went? If you think it went poorly, but it actually went good, then maybe we just need to change your mindset of what's going on and, and what your expectation is. And then what would make it a 10? Right? If so if it was a 7, like, all right, it was kind of good. How can we make it a 10? This is going to constantly be improving. And then the next session, hopefully it's a 10. If it's not, we need to figure out what's going on there. Now, on the other page here, right, I got two pages. Next page is the actual session notes, so what you worked on. Now, you can break this up into multiple sessions, depending on how many sessions you do in any given time. So you, I might go out to the field, and instead of just training my dog once for 10 minutes, I might break it up. I might do one five-minute session, give him a 10-minute break, another five-minute session, 10-minute break, and another five-minute session. That way, I'm working them out, giving them time to process it, and this has actually been proven that latent learning, so after your training session, your dog will remember and kind of replay everything they just went through, and they'll progress that much faster. But even here, behavior, surrounding, surface. Am I working on pavement? Am I working on grass? Am I working in a, a marshy kind of land where there's water involved? What is the behavior I'm working on? What are the surroundings? Are there kids around? Are there other dogs around? Are we in the city? Are we in an urban area? 
right? Those things are important, especially, again, as you get serious about training your dog. Then we talk about what was the criteria for that behavior? What reward signal were we using? Were we using a clicker? Were we using a word? Were we using a keep going marker? What reward did we actually use? And then what remarks based off that particular criteria that we were working on? So again, if I want my dog to run around a tree, first thing they got to do is be able to touch the tree. So that might be criteria number one. Okay, my first criteria, they got to touch the tree. My remarks, well, it only took 10 repetitions for them to consistently go and touch the tree without being prompted. They got their treat, they ran right back, touched the tree, it came back to me. Now the next criteria would be going slightly around the tree. Your remarks might be, well, it took 15 repetitions for them to switch from touching the tree to going around it. That's important. Over time, it'll tell you whether your dog is getting better at problem solving or worse. It'll also tell you whether you're getting better at shaping and marking the behavior and breaking it down into successful, manageable pieces, or is, are you not improving, right? And then we have a session summary, and this is huge. This is actually going to bring us to point three. The session summary helps guide you to the next session. So, right, number one was ease and efficiency. Number two is organized. And number three, it has to have a summary, a clear summary that you can easily read. Now, this might only be one or two sentences, but it's supposed to prime you for the next session. Even if I trained 10 minutes ago, I want to look at exactly what I did in an objective style. Oh, what did I do? Well, we did 15 repetitions of my dog touching a tree. All right, it was 10, actually. 10 repetitions of my dog touching a tree. And Nano will prime you for the next session. In the next session, try to get your dog to go around the tree in less than 15 repetitions, whatever it is. Briefly summarize what just happened and what your next step is. This will help you if you don't have a lot of time in your life. Oh man, you know, I'm worried. I, got, I know I got to train with my dog. I just don't know what to do. Great, you already did it. I don't know what to do with my dog. Great. Go look at the summary. You already told your future self what to work on. And now you don't have to think about it as much. I only got 10 minutes. Let me read this for two seconds. Two seconds. That's how long a summary should be. It should not take you 10 minutes to read the summary. And that's one of the problems. If you just had a regular old notebook and you got to go find the page, now you got to read the entire thing. And sure, you could do two sentences at the bottom, but you got to break it up. Again, I'm sorry if you're not seeing this on the podcast, but on YouTube, we have the whole section broken off. This is your summary section. Now you should take this template. It is below. It is free for you. Absolutely below in the description. Dog training, uh, training.matadorcanine slash planner template, I believe. <laughs> planner template. It's below. You guys should take up an opportunity and really look at it. Create your own. Improve on it if you must. Or just download it and use it. Print it out. Make a nice little binder. Every single session should be written out like that. Ease and efficient. That's number one. It's got to be easy to do. It's got to be efficient. Number two, it has to be organized. If it's not organized, it's too messy. You're not going to look at it and you're not going to use it. Number three, you have to have a summary to prime you for the next session. If you don't have a summary to prime you, you'll never know what you're doing in the next session. And you're never going to go back and look at the old notes. To be honest, most people don't go look at the old notes. They just take the notes and they never read the notebook. If you have that summary in place, I guarantee you will get more out of it than if you just used the easy and efficient and organized style, okay? 
make sure you take advantage of that uh, link in the description, as well as the dog training cheat codes link in the description. The first chapter is 100% free. We go in more depth about note-taking and how effective it can really be if you implement these skills correctly. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.